On this Erev Shabbos Friday morning, I told you that uh, we'd be speaking with uh, Rabbi Wilhelm from out in Portland, Oregon, and I thank him. I don't know what his usual schedule is, but after all, uh, there's no doubt that uh, he is. Uh, he, he he's probably um, he probably experiences a bit more of quiet time at this uh, uh, at this hour of the day out in Portland. Um, but we asked him to check in early with us, and uh, sure enough, he's doing just that. Rabbi Mutti Wilhelm is the rabbi and executive director of the Chabad Center for Jewish Life. You'll find them on Southwest Vermont Street in Portland, Oregon, a city that has really, really been in the news recently. Rabbi Wilhelm, Shana Tova, and welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning and Shana Tova. Um, so first of all, give it, we'll talk about this specific episode and why I connected with you, but I'm just trying to get a perspective. You know, here in the peaceful, faith-based community, I could give you a perspective of how we viewed what was going on during the height of the protests and looting in the New York area and in neighborhoods that surround us. What's been happening in Portland, it seems to us from all the way over here, uh, from the news reports, has been nonstop over the last three, four months. And I'm wondering if you could give us a perspective from the faith-based family value community, like the one you lead, of the of the bedlam that's going on in Portland, Oregon. Well, good morning. And I think the perspective really comes from Pirkei Yavis, which is, We need to pray for a stability of government, for a safe environment, for a place that... You know, law and order uh, is reigns, and there isn't chaos. And I think that that's what we done for. That's what Klaiso has been instructed done for for thousands of years. And indeed, when there's such chaos, it's not a good thing for us. That's an understatement. I don't think it's good for anybody. Uh, do you have any faith? Do people like yourself and other community leaders have any faith that the local government can, at some point, get a handle on what's going on? Clearly, the government is struggling with this. I just want to add a dimension here. It's ironic that I speak to you this particular morning because now I, I, on top of the protest, there's actually wildfires burning across Oregon. Right. Uh, we have to close our schools today because of the dangerous air quality. So the chaos is just adding to chaos. People of our community are displaced, uh, had to evacuate their homes. People from other communities lost their homes. And so this is in addition to over 100 days of protest. So there's there's a lot of uh, tension, a lot of anxiety. There's clearly uh, a lot of questioning of whether local leadership is able to get a handle on it. And I think that for over 100 days they haven't. And like I said, you know, my perspective is this Mishpala We really have to daven and we have to try and support that a government is able to uh, take control and able to, you know, exercise a law and order over its people. And we and we should mention, not as an aside, but obviously as a very, and this was the issue that finally got me to contact you, it, it is your Chabad center that was the victim of arson, am I right? Yes, so there were two fires over there, they're still under arson investigation, and, it, you know, we don't know the reason there hasn't, they haven't told us, you know, any, there wasn't any spray paint or they didn't send any messages, but clearly they sense the chaos and the law and the lawlessness uh, and the tension and anxiety and everything that was going on was clearly contributors to the fact that the Hamas was set on fire twice. Uh, and, and the damage, could you assess it for us? 
the damage is very, very severe. I, I was in there yesterday with an asbestos uh, tester who had to come on behalf of the insurance company, and just going in, the, the place is completely destroyed. It's, it's all the walls are black. There's uh, we had a store inside over there called Everything Jewish. We used to supply fill and mezuzahs, talisim. I mean, over 60 mezuzahs are, uh, were consumed, eight thirds of fill. But the entire the, the damage is, is to its entirety. That whole building is going to have to be taken to the ground. I, um, what had before that occurred? Were you having any any uh, regular services? Were you having regular gatherings? I know that obviously with the Corona situation, regular is, you know, in quotation marks, but was the building in use before it was burnt down? So, like I said, we also, in addition to our dominance over there, which because of Corona, we had to kind of, we, we did outside and our right. schedule's a little differently, but we had inside a Judaica shop and a, a resource center called Everything Jewish, where people would come right. and would buy all, all their merchandise, uh, you know, what they would need, talisim, sidurim, chumashim, and uh, that was open, that was that was there. Uh, unfortunately, suffered a lot of incredible amount of loss, and the, you know, people meeting there, one on one, it wasn't. Of course, we weren't able to hold all, all our shiurim in person like we would have otherwise. How long have you been in Portland? So my father is the headsman in Portland. He was sent out 36 years ago. Interestingly, when he was sent, the, the rabbi secretary of the sent him off with the message. He said, "You are like a firefighter." That was his message. <laughs> he said, "Like a firefighter," he said. When they call the fire station and they say, "Someone, we need somebody." You know, there's a fire burning. The person has to respond right away. They can't say I'll respond in a few months. And he said, you have to go out there and respond to the need for Jewish education. Uh-huh. And you have nothing else to do. There's no place else to go. Don't press go. Don't collect 200. Go and respond to the need. Um, and, and I would assume, and I'm just making an assumption, that until six months ago, the Portland Jewish community was enjoying a relative... Uh, you know, nice existence in the city, and that you know, and and that the city was much different than it is now. Yeah, Portland has a beautiful Jewish community. It's uh, and the, this particular Chabad house is in a Jewish neighborhood where there's other shuls and there's JCC and schools, and, and then we have our mikvah over there and others. And it's a it's a beautiful area. There's a, there's neighborhoods. There's uh, it's. It was a very nice, and it still continues to be a, a beautiful area, though. Right now, like you're saying, we're going through this tension all across the city. I mean, not only here, but through, throughout the community. I don't want to put pressure on you, but the, our impression always is that Chabad rabbis have a really strong relationship with local government officials. I mean, uh, are people turning to you to represent the community and, and, and approach these government officials to, to wake them up to the situation and to, to, to implement a, a stronger law and order attitude? Yeah, we we do try to talk with government officials. As you also know, we don't get involved politically. Our, our uh, mission is more of a mission of sharing the values and so on. Uh, so that's something that we're doing. It's, it's an incredibly... A hectic time to try to speak to the government officials. I was you know, trying to speak to our arson investigator yesterday. And he was telling me how you know, saw the wildfires burning. He's like, you know, things are, everything is crazy over there. And 
uh, on many levels. So it's a hard time to kind of get anything through during the fire, you know, both figuratively and, and factually. Right. But but uh, we're definitely here to share the message. Rabbi Wilhelm, how do we help rebuild the shul? I, I know I'm going to be sending in a donation in the next few minutes. I'm sure there are others listening who want to play a part. Would it be jportland.com or would there be another website where people should donate? On jportland.com, you'll find donators. The direct link is jportland.raisegiving.com. jportland.raisegiving.com. Before this happened, we had a vision to build a $6 million campus that would properly house our schools and our schools and everything. And it looks like Hashem wants us to accelerate that, so we're going to move forward as fast as we can and try to build something much more beautiful and much more significant to be able to share the message of prayer and message here in Portland. That's Jay Portland at RaiseGiving.com. Jay Portland at RaiseGiving, like R-A-I-S-C? JayPortland.RaiseGiving.com. But Jay Portland, we take you there as well. JayPortland.com, and there'll be a, there's a link there. All right, and it is RaiseGiving, R-A-I-S-E. Yes. JayPortland.RaiseGiving.com. Yes. For, yes. Those who, for those who want to help out. Now, when I first contacted you, uh, you mentioned to me in conversation that uh, that you'd like to spend a minute speaking about the message, the mission, and the work of, of Chabad, both in Portland and everywhere. Those who are listeners to this show on a regular basis uh, are, are lucky that they get to hear this uh, a type of discussion regularly. We are the biggest fans of the work of Chabad in every corner of the world. Um, what could you tell us? You mentioned Jewish education. You mentioned community, family values, etc. How would you... Uh, how would you sum up uh, what it is that you and so many others are doing in cities like Portland around the world? Well, essentially, we are connecting the individual hidden wherever they are in the world. And that's the message of this week's parish, of course, the Atom Nitzavim Hayyam Kulchem. We are all stand together, you know, from Rashechem, Shitechem, from the very, very great, but we have to even go out and find the Chaytevitzacha, the Shoyez Meidacha. And that's our goal, is to really bring about that that unity of the Jewish people, bringing together all the Jewish people wherever they are, connecting us in some way and connecting the Yiddin together with each other and the Yiddin with Yiddishkeit and, of course, with the Torah and the Eberster. And you're doing an amazing job at it, and I'm sure a lot of people in Portland are the beneficiaries of your work and your family's work cause, because we, we, we should mention, am I right, that uh, in all these cities around the world it's, in fact, the Chabad families that are reaching out and having such an effect on so many others uh, in their local communities. Absolutely. I think the shluchim played the smaller role, the shlucha plays the even larger role, and the children, they play the main role. Oh, really? You would say the children play the main role. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Absolutely. People see kids, children growing up in, in a way that the child observes Yiddishkeit and the child who has the highest and tighter mitzvahs, that's the most effective aspect of the shluchas. Uh, well, I've just donated to the cause, and I hope it helps out a little bit. And, and there are people around the world who are tuned in and want to help out. It's J, letter J, folks, letter J, Portland, dot raisegiving, dot org, dot com, rather, dot com. Uh, it's a J, Portland, letter J, J, Portland, dot raise, R-A-I-S-E, raisegiving, 
com and uh, give there and help the shul rebuild. And we pray for your safety, Rabbi, and the safety of your family and the thousands of Jews in Portland and everybody in Portland, not just our community, but everybody. We're hoping that things can, can eventually get, uh, and sooner rather than later, get under control. And you, like so many other cities around the U.S. that need a real Yeshua right now, uh, the right shliach will step in and just and, and, and get things back into a law and order atmosphere. And stay safe, I beg of you, and have a wonderful Shabbos and a Ksivach Simatova and continue your amazing work that you do for the Jewish community out there, out west, and please send our best regards to your entire family. Thank you. Ksivach Simatova, good to Rabbi Wilhelm, Chabad in Portland, support the cause and help him rebuild. Literally, arsonists destroyed his shul. And... Um, whether this arson was a was a direct protest or a um, a byproduct of these protests, you know, and all of a sudden everybody in the everybody around there gets into the mood to start destroying stuff. Whatever the reason was, um, we need to help rebuild a shul that was burnt down. J Portland, it's letter J J Portland dot dot com. JPortland.RaiseGiving.com, and I just sent a donation. I hope others will uh, will follow suit.